Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345-111-7625 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. Good evening and what a week on Excess Manchester. It's been from Monday to now Friday where we build up to the Premier League. Uh, this is the Excess Manchester Football Social. From 6 till 7, it is the Legends Preview with Mickey Thomas and Gary Owen. Gentlemen, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us on this lovely evening. Uh, Aintree today, were you, Gary? Enjoying yourself no, or not so good? No, I was only betting on Aintree. No. I was hoping to go um, uh, tomorrow, but it looks as though... <sighs> I think the foot's been put down and we'll have to stay at home. Oh, we'll have to stay at home. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Exeter Manchester Football Social. Uh, we're going to talk all things Manchester United, Manchester City. But if you're a local supporter of Alden Rochdale, Berry could go down this weekend. Let us know. Get in touch. 87711. We'd love to get you on the phone and have a chat about your local club. Uh, the week has been eventful. We had Monday. It was the legends like Mickey Thomas and Gary Owen in for the derby, having the derby day fallout. Now, Forever Blue brought you with uh, Ian Cheeseman and Paul Lake. They brought the... Uh, this sort of preview to the Liverpool City game. Uh, Wednesday club saw the fallout of the Liverpool City game and the full-time Devils takeover was last night. So now we bring you the fallout of the week's news and then we talk about predictions. We predict the Premier League. Love to get your thoughts on how the weekend's fixtures are going to go. 0345 treble one seven six two five. Come and have your say with Mickey T and Gary Owen. Gentlemen, uh, we'll start with you first, please. Gary, the, uh, the, the game midweek... Describe to us, you, you, you were there, uh, your emotions beforehand, and then what happened with the early goal? Listen... It was it, it was a roller coaster, wasn't it? Well, it was it was almost an impossible task. As as far as you can say, we lost it at Anfield. Three goals, we didn't get an away goal. So we would have to take something special. Well, we couldn't get any better. We scored after one Dude, minute. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So within the first two minutes, we goal up. And then just for a half-time, a perfectly uh, good goal, ruled out by... Six officials, which takes some doing, that does. Six <laughs> officials did not see the ball came off James Milner's knee, which obviously meant that he played uh, Leroy Sani on side. If it had come off Jesus's knee, it, Sani would have had to have two plays between him and the goal, which yep. he did not have. But because it came off Milner's knee, 
it was quite a legitimate goal. Mm-hmm. And the difference is, you're going at 2-0, you're going at 1-0, it was ruled out, plus uh, Pep for his, uh, his take on it, he was... It was Were you annoyed damaged. by Pep for getting sent off? Or well, uh, listen, could you I, see his anger? Of course you I could see his anger. But he was only stating that it came off Milner's knee. Yep. It, it did come off Milner's knee. He was stating it was, a, it was a goal. It came off Milner's knee. And I think he said that in his press conference. That's why he didn't swear at him. He didn't say anything. But he was obviously um, upset with a perfectly good goal that was given away. Now six officials at that level, again, so it's the third game, you know, it's the third game in a trot now that we've become victims of bad refereeing. And it is. Uh, uh, so which should have been a perfectly good goal. It was ruled out. So we had to chase the game in the second half, um, of which we did. They got a goal back. As soon as they got that goal back, it was always a contest. Mickey, you agree with the uh, the, the goal should have stood for oh, Manchester City? I'm not sure I'm, all them officials in one game cannot say that was a perfect goal mm-hmm. it was a perfect goal um, and a game of that magnitude as Gary said if that goal goes in then you have a different game there's no question very about different that. The City steamrolled them in the first 45 minutes but they couldn't continue that in the second half it is about decisions in, in, in football uh, and that one was a, a probably a costly one for City I mean United have had it in the past against Porto when Scholes scored a perfectly good goal offside mm-hmm. and they went on to win it Porto, and it happened but you know, they're on about VAR. I'm not a great believer in that, but that would have certainly given City the upper hand in that game. But Liverpool, again, demonstrates you can't write him off in that final third. Certainly Salah, uh, again, didn't have a look in the game. I thought he was quiet, wasn't he? he I didn't see him in the game. Yeah, but and then, he, the, the but then the that's goal, the quality of the player. He pops up out of nowhere. It's all important goal. And, you know, and then the next one comes then because... You know, that probably knocked the confidence a little bit out of City. Well, the that. game was sure over at 1-1, Mickey, and, and our our game plan would not have been as desperate to try yeah. and get that second goal. He said the second goal would have gone in. It would have been a different kettle of fish. But I've got to say, the behaviour of Liverpool fans in the stadium was diabolical. Oh, on Tuesday night? Diabolical. Absolutely diabolical. Uh, you know, they got into the home end, in, in some not home end, but in yeah, yeah. the home supporters. Um, obviously... Not only just jumped up when the team scored, but you know, made it their made it their business to uh, to cause aggravation, of which people were evicted. So it it spoiled what should have been a great occasion, um, and I can only say it was diabolical behaviour. Uh, and can I ask you about some of the team selection? Um, also, just letting you know that the news just in is that Mende will be uh, playing for the academy tonight uh, in the derby that they've got. So Mendy's back in the squad. Some City fans be pleased to see his inclusion in that team uh, that will play United uh, later on tonight. Uh, Mendy back, uh, and a lot of City fans happy about that online on Twitter. Tweet us at Excess Manchester. Uh, the one thing that caught my eye uh, when the City lineup it wasn't the formation because the formation I always trusted Pep knew what to play. But Aguero on the bench, Gary, did you? Think you would you have changed anything about how he's the city fit. started? He's not fit, so it, it it just shows you he's not. He he wasn't really fit for United, and he came on. The challenge didn't help off Young, um, which which meant he wasn't fully fit for the uh, for the Liverpool game, and um, he's not fit for, for the Tottenham game. He's missed two games before because of injury when he missed the um, Argentinian uh, friendly games. Um, but he's obviously not fit. Otherwise, he, he he would definitely be in the squad and, and definitely be playing. I mean, it was, you know, risking him in in important situations if we had to risk him, and we did have to risk him against United and Liverpool. But he's he's not fully fit, mm-hmm. so he he won't be included. 
Uh, we go from that game then, uh, Liverpool through to the next round. They drew Roma today and uh, Real Madrid got Bayern. Can we talk about the Madrid game? You mentioned it before, Mickey. Uh, what a crazy four minutes. The the final four minutes of the game, Michael Oliver. You mentioned early on, Gary, uh, I mean, last on Monday, sorry, about why there's no English referees going to the World Cup. He didn't make a good name for himself in the Roma by Munich game. Um, whatever you think, uh, the, the, the fact that he was branded an English referee, uh, he got a lot of stick for it. But, Mickey, you've seen the penalty decision, Real Madrid yeah, versus I mean, uh, Juventus. Go watch it online. Saying, yeah, Madrid's saying it's a stonewall penalty, but I think the, the player was already going down when, when that ball came towards Would him. you give it then, Mickey, yeah, or would you? I, I, it's a difficult one for the referee, where the referee was. He probably thought it was you know, a foul, but from our angle, guess, from my minimum, angle, minimum I, I thought it was hardly any concept, but from the referee's angle, he probably thought it was a clear penalty. And mm-hmm. He's made that decision, but... The, the, the aftermath, I think, that's the problem, is that uh, Buffon, who, who's probably you know, a legend worldwide, um, getting the red yeah. card because it's, I, I think it's, I don't know what he said to the referee, so I mean, I might be wrong for what I'm going to say, but I thought a little bit harsh to send him off. But as I said, I'm not sure exactly what he said to the referee, Michael Oliver. It must be something bad to get straight red. Or to get straight red. Um, and must be something to wind him up. But uh, Mickey, uh, Gary, sorry, what do you think then? Would you, was it a penalty? Would you have given the penalty? I mean, like Mickey said, he was going down, and then the guy swings in with his leg around him. It's a difficult decision it to make. Di- it is a difficult because there was a lot on that one decision, wasn't there? It was, and um, you know, he, from where he was, he probably thought that he he didn't make contact, or he did. But he, uh, you know, he hooked his leg around the body of the of. Uh, Vasquez, yeah, if that's his yeah. name, uh, and and he went down easy. He went down. I mean, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know why he didn't just get his head to it and head it into goal. But he tried to chest it first. He got a foot to it, and I can understand why he's given the penalty. But I can understand that Buffon is facing it. Wonders that there was hardly any contact on it for him him to go down. So it's it's six one and half dozen the other. But Oliver certainly. And because it was in the last seconds, and because they knew that penalty goes in, they've no chance to even get it back. It made it all the worse. And Buffon, who was facing it, felt that there was hardly any, any contact on it and shouldn't have been a penalty. But Oliver gave what he, he thought he could see. But what about the guys behind the goals? Again, did they not have Did they do on anything, them guys? Well, they can't do because if they do, he didn't even he didn't even have a conversation with the guy behind the goal that's facing it. Remember, he had the backs. To him, he could only imagine what went on around the front when he hooked his leg round. Yep. But the guy's facing it; can see what's going on, like it was for the um, for the knee uh, uh, off off Milner's knee. He can see it, but I don't think there was any conversation whatsoever to say, "Hang on a minute, no." He, he made contact with the ball, or it was Milner's knee. I don't think there's any contact. So what the hell are they doing there? It was bizarre. It was a bizarre moment. Madrid go through. Um, what an incredible comeback from Roma as well. So the four teams have been set for the semi-finals. You've got Bayern, Roma. Liverpool and Real Madrid. Um, can we ask you then, Mickey? I know it's probably hard to think about this, but in the Champions League, Liverpool, is there any way they can get their hands on that cup? Do you think that they're, you know... Well, I think it's going in their favour at the moment. The draw, you would Roma, say, yeah. favours them, with, with Roma being probably the, the weakest out of the, the other two. Um, it's all about that Anfield game now, because Roma are away from home, which probably gives them a little bit of a, an advantage in terms mm-hmm. of it. If it's a good result, Anfield, but they have to do that, perform. And going back to Roma, I've been there with Manchester United, it's not an easy place to go to. Hostile, you mentioned Liverpool fans, there, 
I tell you what, I've seen United fans get battered there. Yeah. Like women and children, they don't care, they just get wind you. That's the most horrific thing I've seen in football, where they just let their fans do what they want. It'd be interesting to see if if that... If the that, atmosphere for the coach, the Roman not, coach. It's not atmosphere. If those hoodlums, that's what they were, line up along that thing again and throw bottles and cans and and whatever they had in the hands at the coach to an extent that we had to change the coach. It'd be interesting to see that if they do that to a Roma coach. Do you, th- do you think that? I mean, because the that thing... Happened, well, the thing is, though, the Liverpool fans did tell us, and we were talking about this weeks before it happened, they did say that they were going to create a hostile environment. Uh, well, it also, went beyond hostile, Yeah, obviously. that's what hostile is. So well, why weren't the team? police a bit more strict to it? Uh, hang on a minute. The police actually advertised the route of the coach. So I think there's a little bit of blame to go with them as well. Yeah. And they were there, so they knew what was happening... They knew that flares was being brought, but okay, flares and a few flares off. Okay, they don't want that to happen. But when the flares got the coach, or then cans of the coach, they didn't change the coach because a can of beer spilt over it. It's because they damaged it. That's a new coach, and and again, which we didn't mention last time, which which nobody mentions on the way on the way back from Anfield, one of the Liverpool supporters' ladies got knocked over. And the coach pulled over and the medical staff of City got off and treated her for 20 minutes until the ambulance came. But I don't remember reading much about that. Never read that part. Never yeah. seen it. Yeah, Pep mentioned it in his press, one of his yeah, press conferences. I don't, I don't see it on the back pages, you know, of the Good Samaritans. People yeah, highlight the uh, the wrongdoing more than yeah, the good yeah, doing there. Uh, so Liverpool in the semi-finals of the Champions League, uh, Arsenal in the semi-finals of the uh, Europa League. They do Atletico oh, Madrid. Yeah. It's going to be a tricky old game that for Wenger. That should be a final for me. That would have been a great final those two together. But oh, amazing! It'll be a good semi-final now because Atletico has got no Spanish football. Best much for me that uh, they are a good side. There's no question. Good manager. Uh, and some very good players, obviously, without doubt. There'll be a tough game for Arsenal. Will it be hard, Gary, for Pep to gear his players on, get his players into it? I mean, it's been a tough week. Yeah, but it's been a tough week because they've been bad decisions against... If those, if most of those decisions have been uh, put right, which we all know was wrong uh, decisions, it, 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 we've been a victim, as Graham Pollard said, of three bad... Ref, not re, three bad refereeing decisions, three bad refereeing performances. There's been nothing with our performance. We played well against Liverpool in the second half. We played well uh, against uh, United. It can't all just be the referees, though, can it? Oh, right, OK. Well, let me tell you, if it can't be all the referees. Should we start with Liverpool? Well, you did get me 3-0 against Liverpool. Yeah, OK. The first one was offside. A yard. It was proven on TV. It showed you it was a yard offside. Proven. Yet, Sarnies was offside when it proved it was even tighter of an offside decision than what what salaries you can't do nothing with a second goal of course you can't but let me tell you goals change attitudes not just score lines we play united we could have been four or five at half time we wasn't we wasn't there was a handball where young is on the floor he goes over his arm directs away from sterling so it goes away from where sterling is a stonewall penalty stonewall penalty on aguero no two ways about it don't get any of those there's two and the third one was where it comes off the guy's knee which is a which a Liverpool player that should means we're going then because it's the forty fourth minute two nil up and we win one nil. It changes it changes games, and those decisions change games. Will Pep be disappointed in in the officials then more than he will be in himself for for maybe not playing the right team or wait, the wait, certain team? Wait 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 wait. Liverpool he played Gundogan in the middle. Of, in my opinion, I thought he was going to play him in the centre and put Kevin De Bruyne on the right. In my opinion. He played him the wrong way around, but he, he's the manager. So, yeah, yeah, 
I think he did. I think he picked the wrong formation for him to play on the right and him in the middle, without doubt. United, we couldn't have played any better. We don't think we played better than anybody in the whole season than we did in that first 45 minutes. To be nearly 5 or 6 up against United at half-time, it was near perfect. So there's nothing wrong with that team. And against Liverpool, nobody's arguing at half-time when really we should have been 2 nil up with the team we picked. We absolutely didn't give them a chance in the first half. Well, why is it that the two games, the big games, Liverpool yeah. and United, um, the second half, not as good as the first half, well, difficult it, to maintain that, that Well, it's not just that, Mickey. It's, it? it's that you go in and it should be 2-0. It's not 2-0, uh, it's, not two nil, it's one nil. So then you have to, because now you need two goals in the second half, so you have to press. You've got to get further and push more men forward and that's how they caught us. We push men forward, they catch on the break, they break away. But that was always going to be a, that was always going to be a um, a problem. We, we knew that anyway. And as soon as they got the the, the one each, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had to push forward as much if that second goal would have gone in before half time. It's a different game, a different game completely. And United in that second half, I don't think there was any world beaters by any stretch of the imagination. They played balls in behind and got on the end of it, and they put free kick in, got on the end of it, and good luck to them. But apart from that, I didn't see. I didn't see him troubling our goal that much more. And was, they won the game 3 2. Was there certain weaknesses then that need to be addressed, or is that fine? You've got the squad you need, better refereeing in the games. And better uh, refereeing would have would have helped us. Not saying that we would have won the games, but better refereeing would certainly would have helped us. But they've been they've been cast catastrophic, if that's the right word. Uh, a decision. How can two penalties not be... How can... So if he goes over his arm in the penalty box, with his mm. arms stretched out, and it diverts the ball away, away from where somebody was going to be just a side foot in, but the way Sterling was playing, who said he would have scored it? But how does he not see that? Uh, if his arm is out and he's down on the floor, how's that? I don't... Would the players be more upset than... Do you think they would be... How do they pick themselves up? Is it going to be all right? No, we don't need to pick... We've got two... We need to win two games to win the league, so we don't need any picking up. More determination than... Absolutely. Mickey, when when you had a defeat like that, was it hard to to get yourself going again? Well, I think the two defeats, I think what Gary is alluding to, and he's right, to be honest, because, you know, I could come and have a... No, I think the decision was shocking. And he's right. Decisions change games, never mind about goals. And there were major ones. Um, I'll give United credit for coming back in the second yeah, half. Yeah, they, they, You know, you've got to give them credit for that. Um, you can't change what's gone because what's happened to United has happened to everyone. You know, decisions go against you. It's how you address it and how you adapt to it. I, I just think that the second half, certainly against Liverpool, they did look a little bit fatigued, City. Looked, looked a little bit tired. Um, that, goal, that goal made it. Listen, when he yeah, went to 1-1, one, one, we yeah. had to score five. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course it disappoints you. You uh, know it's not yeah. feasible. It's hard enough to get three. Yeah. I, I think, as it, it, you know, two games, it's just... I, I think more so, though, and I'll, I'll, I'm not going to be over critical, but I think he came to win the Champions League. He didn't do it at Bayern Munich. He won the league like everyone else does when they take over there. They won it for the last six years. Mm-hmm. I think he won the Champions League. I said that right from the word go. I, and I think he'll be disappointed that he's not in that final, at the semi-final for sure. Um... I, I think, you know, the, the, all the politics go towards them. They have been outstanding this season. The, the football they played has been breathtaking. I wouldn't take that anything away from them. But in in, in the one situation where you think, you know, you've got to go all the way and, and in the biggest competition, I think deep down it'll be, it'll be very disappointing. Yeah, is the job not complete yet, Gary, until he wins the Champions League? Listen, do you know how long it took Sir Alex Ferguson? How many goals do you think Sir Alex Ferguson had it? Uh, he, he won it twice. How many goals do you think he had to go? 
Wait, a lot. What, what was Over 20 effort? times. Yeah. 18 at least. And he was the, probably the most successful manager this, this country's ever seen. They took him. With United was head and shoulders above any other team in this. Not as it is now, because everybody, I think, can beat anybody. United were far and above the best team in this, in this country. And it took them 18 goals, I think, to win twice, or 20 goals to win twice. So it's it's not a given. The way we play, because we've got the league, we've got the FA Cup, we've got we play for every three games. We have no rest. Yeah. That's what everybody complains about. So for United to do that was was fantastic. But it's harder now because the Premier League, I believe, is a lot closer than it than it was in in, in years previously. I think anybody can beat anybody. This is the Excess Manchester Football Social. Thank you very much uh, for listening. We are here till seven o'clock, bringing you all the football chat and the predictions. They're going to be uh, next here on Excess Manchester. So stay with us. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. Thank you very much for listening to Access Manchester. This is the Football Social, and welcome. An hour of football here till 7 o'clock. Uh, I'll just let you know other news that's happening in the station. We're going to be announcing something very, very special on Steve Berry's show on Monday. I can't say a thing. All I can say is that you're a slow fan. Listen at 8 o'clock on Monday morning to Steve Berry. Uh, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be an incredible announcement, and you need to stick with Excess Manchester uh, and listen to us because you're going to want to hear what Steve Berry has to say. I'm joined in the studio by uh, United legend Mickey T and City legend Gary Owen. We're talking football for an hour, then doing predictions in about ten minutes' time when the boys predict the Premier League results. Uh, eight points in it at the minute, uh, uh, Mickey. Uh, has gone from 15 points to 8 points. The, oh, yeah. the comeback is on. Although there's only a certain amount of games left. So if you want to uh, up your game, Mickey, today is one of the days. Uh, let's talk about the news story that uh, was in the top of the hour there about VAR and the fact that it's not going to be coming into play next year in the Premier League. Uh, clubs have uh, said no, they don't want it. Uh, Mickey, I know your opinion, but we'll go with... Do you, are you surprised that clubs don't want it? I um, mean, we all have our well, opinions as fans, but the clubs don't want VAR. No, I mean, I mean from a football uh, fan's perspective, I think Gabby's... I know what Gabby's going to say. I just think it takes the excitement, the absolute excitement, where, yes, you want to get it right, I understand that argument. But for me, I'm old school. I want to see it, just let, let, it, let it go as it was. Yeah, we have controversial decisions, you know, after what happened at City uh, the other night, probably... Guys, even more for it, but Absolutely, for me, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not for it. I just think that gold line technology, I'll go along with that. But because if that comes into play, something could happen well before that ball into net, way beyond you know the, the, the final touch. So I don't know where you're going to cut the line there on it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not in favour. I'm sorry. I apologise. I know Gio's got a completely different view. Absolutely. From me. Just pointing it to you though, to the Mickey. Uh, imagine the uh, the game on the weekend when Chris Smalling scored that winner. Yeah. Imagine if the referee blew the whistle and had to go check for VAR. It, the fans' atmosphere would have been dead. Yeah. The, the, that, the, the players' atmosphere. Someone has to come into it. I mean, yes. What happens if he's offside? Which, which, by the way, he could easily have been. Well, if he's offside and the referee blows the whistle. Yeah, but if you don't see it. 
Well, if he doesn't see it, so what does the referee have to say? Does he think, I'm going to check anyway? Is that what he says? No, because somebody would be able to see on it. Like, for instance, that off... Well, it's not going to be that quick, off, is it? Of course it is. So, well, it's not been quick for uh, the last couple of games. It has, because we watch it within seconds. We watch it within seconds. Well, for some reason, the, v- the people on control, control of VAR aren't as quick as Sky no, Sports or BT. Too, because they take too long, on it? But uh, I If don't it's see... quick enough, then yes, I get that. Of course it's quick enough. We watch oh, boy, that. Oh, it's not been that quick. We watch it on Sky every week where, before the even, we watch it four times before the even get the ball out the back of the net. Uh, yeah, and I agree with that, but it seems to be that the people who've got VAR don't seem to have the instant replay that we've well, seemed to have. No, I'll tell you what it is. It takes them so long to be able to do, so you need to be able to get somebody to look at it. I mean, it's quite... It is quite... If we all sat round here, we could see, was that offside? Yeah, of course it was offside. Did that hit his knee? Of course it hit his knee. Within seconds, it's not... We don't have to sit down there and say, let's watch it again. Stop the game for 10 minutes. Well, that's the thing that the criticism is coming under, is how long it's taking. I know, I go along with that, Joe. Listen, I go along with it. But I am for getting the decisions right, because why should Liverpool not have been tested even further in that second leg, which everybody would have wanted when that goal should have counted 2-0? They still well could have gone through. I'm I'm not saying that we would have gone through. But that game would have been a different game again, Mm -hmm. without doubt. We wouldn't have been after... We wouldn't have to uh, come straight out and have to get on the front foot again to try and get one back because we needed two. It changes everything. Is the World Cup a place for VAR to shine? Because it's going to happen. Will the Premier League clubs pay attention to the World Cup, Gary, and go, actually, this is quite a good system. Let's bring it into the game. Because it's not really shined too well when it's been happening this year, but it's a great advert for VAR in the World Cup if it works right. If it's done quickly. And there's no reason why not, because I watch it on Sky. We watch it on Sky and we see it five times before they even get back to the halfway line. Before they even it's, that, it's that instant moment yeah, when they score the goal. I mean, yeah, but if it's wrong, it's wrong, Joe. But guys, before I, that, I that final ball goes in, something might have happened a couple of minutes before that when it was a foul in, in the other half or something like that, and yeah. it was blatant foul, but they don't give it. And yet you're going to give a goal for something that really uh, was was a, a goal. foul a couple of minutes before that in the other half you know what I mean where do you draw the line on, on VAR well the draw the line is is that a you, foul, do you do it for you, foul, if you do it for the other end you've got to do it for everything you've got to do it Mid, uh, midfield defensively you've got to do it well, what would be the, the basic league. things so that, what would it be that tackles coming, yeah, but that coming, goals but that coming off Milner's knee is basic what you're saying is the referees can't see it or the or the assistants don't want to join in so would the the VAR so what would be what saying is that the people running our game Who's officiating it can't officiate it because we're getting too many wrong. For the so, Ashley Young tackle. How do, you, how do you address that though, Gio? Because, I mean, you're right, I agree the referees are getting it wrong. So, I mean, I wouldn't want to be a referee if VAR came into it because you could be made to look an idiot. No, I'll Not tell you monarchy, what, two or three. I'll tell you who, who wouldn't look an idiot. If that referee, that Spanish referee, who does look an idiot now and all his officials, because not one of them saw it come off his knee when everybody in the stadium saw it. How about that Real Madrid penalty? Well, there you go. Would you, you argue that amongst yourself? Because if me and you were in charge of VAR, yeah. I would have said that's a penalty, but you might have said no. So then there's an but argument. Somebody's there. got to yeah. make that decision. But okay, there might be there might be that minute. Of course, there might be that minute. But we get more right than wrong at the moment. We're getting more wrong than right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the only thing is, guys, it's confusing in terms of getting it right in, in a split second. Only because nobody's doing away. the decision. Only because nobody's doing the decision making. From, from, nobody's from, got yeah, the From the fans of having that elation of yeah, we've scored to. No, we haven't scored. Yes, we have scored. I don't know how you're going to work well, that one. Well, it's worked in rugby, it's worked in baseball, it's worked in basketball, it's worked in America for God knows how long, tennis. It's worked in everything else and it works quite quickly there. So I don't know why it can't work here. 
because obviously the people that's doing it have not been trained right or don't understand it right. It's got to be. Because I'll tell you something, if I watched it, of course I might get the odd one wrong. But I'll tell you something, you get more right than you would wrong. 0345 have your say. Uh, try and get your calls in now nice and early so we can get you on air and have a chat. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, this is the Excess Manchester Football Social. We're talking now about Harry Kane. He's been awarded that goal. Um, the goal that brings him four points behind Mo Salah in the race for the Golden Boot at the end of the Premier League season. Uh, let's talk about it. Would you have got your striker? He's in his right to... Go for it, but he's, took, he's taken the goal well, of another teammate. Fair, when, what what did you make of the whole thing? Real Madrid, first goal was scored by Kane. The second one was scored by Kane. The third one was scored by Kane. And what do you make about this one? <laughs> when Derby played Wolves, Wolves <laughs> no, won 2-0. The first goal was scored by Kane. Second goal was scored by Kane. <laughs> but listen, in his defence, he said, and I'm not, I'm not in favour of somebody making this statement, but he said he swears on his children's life that, that it touched his shoulder. Yeah, now, and, and he's I don't think it. you have to go to those ex, to that extent to prove that it that the goal went in or or didn't go in. Um, I think somebody just needs to make a decision and say it's either Ericsson's goal, it's his goal. I don't think you need to go to all that. I swear, my children's life that it touched me yeah. to be able to do it. But he's obviously once the golden boot is full behind Mo Salah at the moment. But I think you know. There were people in, in place to say whether or not it was an own goal or whether it was a, a, a goal by Ericsson or a goal by Kane. You know, that's what they're there for. So whatever they de- they decide, rightly or wrongly, they've got to go with it because they, they make the decision. But for Harry Kane to go into and say, I swear my children's lives. Uh, he wants the golden boot, doesn't he, Mickey? He wants to be the top goal scorer in the Premier League. But, I mean, he's taken a goal away from his, his teammate. I, I don't know. I don't know. Has there ever been an argument whilst, whilst you've been playing where uh, someone has argued that the goal was theirs and not someone else's. Has that ever happened to you, Mickey? About, about goals? About goals. Has there ever been an argument uh, about felt, whose goal was what? I mean, well, is that... I mean, I've seen people... I mean, I took a corner playing for Wales uh, and it went in. Uh, Rushy was about 10 yards away, but he got the goal. I didn't even get, didn't get a touch, but they gave him the goal. But I didn't argue. <laughs> Did you Strike, not, you strikers argue. normally claim goals. Yeah. Yeah, just, if he, anywhere yeah. near it's their goal. I don't, I mean, did he get it? I think maybe the wind, the ball caught his there. I wouldn't catch Mike, I got them. But <laughs> as the ball came across, I don't know, Gio, whether it touched it. I mean, he's staying on his daughter's life. He might have think... I don't know why he would say he that. He might because think that's he's, he's got the touch. But I think maybe the gush of wind that's moved his hair slightly, maybe from the ball speed. He said he, he, he caught you know? his shoulder. Yeah, well, he, he got the goal and he's awarded it. So, I mean, four more to go. It does heat up the, uh, the race for the Golden Boot because there's not really much to... Uh, to go for at the minute because the top four seems to be done relegation battle yes and the city have obviously got the title wrapped up uh, so maybe the golden boot that um, that heat, heats things up uh, now moving on to the FA Cup that it's not it's uh, weeks away between United and, and Spurs it's going to be an interesting game Mickey and I wanted to ask you how important now is the is getting a trophy for Manchester United before the end of the season getting the FA Cup well I mean they've got Tottenham to uh, contend with hard game uh, well, Wembley of course we have um Hopefully City can knock a bit of confidence out of them at the weekend. We'll have to wait and see on that one. But I have to say that um, United be nice to get the FA Cup. We're not going to win the league. City have done that, of course, in style. But we'll just have to wait and see whether we can get the FA Cup. Can I ask you a question? Will United play their strongest side against West Brom and will Tottenham play their strongest side against City, knowing both are secure 
of a top four place and knowing it doesn't matter whether you finish second, third or fourth, there's no qualifying to be done. You no, just there's no qualifying. No. I, said that. I, yeah. did, I didn't realise that. There's no qualifying. So will both teams play the Do you ever go out on that or do you still study everything? You know, study every night, Mickey. <laughs> hey, right, we've got a city fan on the line. Steve, you OK, mate? Yeah, no worries, yeah. Hi, Steve. Oh, how you doing, Steve? Yeah, Hi, guys, uh, you OK? Yeah, yeah, good, mate. What do you want to talk about today in the Exodus Minds Football Social? Right. Yeah, sorry to harken back to what we already discussed earlier, but uh, my point was the uh, the fact is that uh, yeah we've had some bad refereeing decisions. Uh, I've already made uh, a few comments on different media regarding uh, no English managers at the uh, World Cup finals. Referees, yeah. referees, yeah, yeah. And um, the other point was um, the professional footballers. Right, we must remember that they're professional footballers. That doesn't mean that they're professional soldiers. And what happened on um, the night at Anfield was uh, tentament to virtually going into a war zone. Now, what would you guys have done if Pep had turned around and said, right, we're not going out? refusing to play in a way because I mean the hostile environment it would have shook some people let up let me just tell you something I know what his answer will be because I think it'll be the same as mine so I'll let him go first but his answer will be, I would imagine be the same as mine well I mean I would have gone out guys I would have gone out and played I, I think um, yes I, I disagree what went on I thought it was shocking yeah. um, at that level in the modern game now where the, you know security is so tight to let that happen, and it was disgusting, the bottles and everything getting thrown at that bus, because that is intimidating it in the wrong United way. It happened to West Ham, you remember? Yeah, uh, it happened to, yeah, it happened to Man United as well at West Ham. I, I don't like that, and I think they should be punished, and hopefully they get a severe punishment. Gary was at the game of the night, I wasn't, but he said it was quite outrageous what Liverpool Inside of the stadium well, it was, it was diabolical. Inside. It was diabolical, but I agree with Mickey, it wouldn't... You know what they've done to me? They just got me fired up even more yeah, yeah. to get off that bus, yeah. get out... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the old, the old style of way. Of course, it is. Yeah, and I'd imagine most of our era would have, it would have, it have, it have got them worked up more to. Now, whether or not it took you off your train of thought and maybe took you too much enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. you know, not being, you know, more of wanting to get out there and just do it. But I understand what the caller is saying because to some in this day and age, it would, it would. um, Well, United got tear gas there as well, didn't they? Uh, Steve, can I ask you then about um, winning the Premier League? It's inevitable. Are you happy Pep has done the job and at the back end of the season you can just sort of, one would say, relax as a City fan, but the next couple of games, you know, you're going to wrap it up soon. Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah. You know, um, we, we've no need to fear anybody. We've had a few hiccups, obviously. Um, the, um, the the fitness of uh, some of the players has waned a little bit, obviously, with through injuries and, uh, and knocks. Um, and, you know, you can only play the, the, the team you've got in front of you at the end of the day. Um, but it's been a cracking season. I've got no problems with Pep Guardiola at all. There's a, a bit of a school of thought that Pep's not cut out for it all and all this kind of... But, no, we've played some fantastic football. And we've got more fantastic football to see over the next few years, to be honest. Um, but, you know, and we've got young players. And this was another thing what, we, what I was saying about the other night. Because there are quite a few young players there who were filling some pretty big shoes to, to say, you know, and they're really coming on. And people getting on, you know, the players' backs like Sane and Sterling. Um, they're only young lads, young, aren't they, Steve? The young guys, and I've said it before, they're fantastic with some of the skills and everything that they've got, but they just, that, that niche where they don't know when to release or when to shoot 
that's the, the one the only thing. I mean, got. yeah, Rashford you know, goes sometimes in. Sometimes they do. They've scored some fantastic goals, don't get me wrong. But sometimes they carry the ball a little bit too long. Yeah. And that's where they get caught out. You know, I mean, don't forget, we've got some fantastic defenders in this country from, you know, uh, up and down the league, you know. But um, as I say, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll all get uh, done and dusted. Um, Steve, me, thank you for your call, mate. Yo, what's your, yeah, what's your prediction for the Spurs game? Because these lads are going to predict it after the break. What are you going to go for? I'm going to go for 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Oh, Steve, thank you very much for your call there. Uh, we're going to be hearing what the gentlemen in front of me think. We're going to be predicting the Premier League, the highlight of the week where the boys sit down, they get the pens and papers out, they predict who's going to score what goals, when's going to score when, who's going to do what. It's all coming up right after this. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345 7625 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. We've lost Mickey T. Uh, this is the Excess Manchester Football Social. No, he, he's coming back. Don't worry. He's running back. This is the Excess Manchester Football Social. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Mickey, there he is. Mickey T, how are you? Oh, and Webby's in if he wants to come in. Yes, yes, he should yes, pop yes, in. Yes. Uh, the Excess Manchester Football Social here uh, for another, let's say, 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about uh, Manchester City and United. They're all in action. For some reason, Webby, who's from the full-time Devils, has got a horse on his head. Gary, if you want to have a look, I'm, I'm not joking. Um, this is the Exxon Manchester to be Football Social. That's the best I've seen him look. <laughs> Looks quite good in that horse head. Uh, let's talk about Exxon uh, Manchester. If you don't know it, through the day, Steve Berry in the morning, six till ten. What's happening tomorrow, by the way, with Steve Berry? Oh, no, no, with his top secret announcement on Monday. Are you going to tell me before I leave? Yeah, we'll tell you before I leave. Okay. So we're still really uh, Mickey's back, right, so let's do the prediction. So, Mickey, you're going to go first. I remember uh, Let's just say the 15 deficit is down to eight. Eight. Yeah, so, Mickey's Mickey doing well, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. He Mickey had a good week. Not last week, yeah. because he, he forgot to do it, but when we did our... Yeah, yeah, it was about fair level. Dues. Fair dues. Fair dues. And we're joined by Webby. Webby's going to just come yeah, and sit Webby's in. Why not? Why not? Come Webby, in. grab that red chair. Come, come and sit on, in. Come on, guys. Yeah, guys, just come in. Ah. Come on. Right, let's talk about predictions. So okay. you're, you're looking out, Mickey, out a bit. How, how are you, Webby? You well? Yeah, good, 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 good. Good to see you. Right, Gary, you're, no, Mickey's going to go first. How come he's first again? All oh, right, no, well, Gary, Gary's, Gary's first. first. Gary's first, right, Gary's, sorry, Gary's I first. I went first last time. Yeah, yeah, right, Gary, you're first. So this is, if you're listening to predictions for the first time, it goes like this. These two predict the league, but they only go one after the other. If they have the same score, they have to change it. You get one point for the result uh, being correct. get two, three points if the score you predicted is bang on. There was a 15-point deficit. Yeah, now it's only eight. eight. Come on, Mickey. Games are coming thick and fast, but the league will be over before you know it. We'll start with you, uh, Gary. 12.30 kickoff. It is Chelsea against Southampton. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. <laughs> Not even a little build-up. Do you actually mean yeah. to be 1-1? No, Southampton get a one-all draw. Uh, well, I was going to go for draw, and I, I, I changed my one to two. I've gone Southampton one, Chelsea two. You know what? I had two one Chelsea, and I changed to one one. Why did you change to one one? Because I think Chelsea's got a big game next week in the semi-final. Yeah, oh, the FA Cup. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe you know they may not play. Enjoy that sweet up. Yeah, no, no, maybe the world's loudest yeah. sweet. Right, uh, next. yeah, yeah, only <laughs> his own though, not for us. <laughs> Where's that? Maybe right, Burnley against Leicester. You're going to go Mickey oh, at sure. Burnley. Mickey no, go I'm, I'm going to all the pundits are going for Burnley. I'm going to go a shock here. Vardy scored a great goal uh, the other week. Uh, and got a goal of the month apparently. I'm going to go Burnley one, 
Leicester 2, a big surprise because everyone's predicting... Philly 1, Leicester 2, that is a surprise. Get that written down. Uh, what are you going to go for, Gary? Well, I'm going Leicester 2, but I'm going Burnley 2. Oh, a 2-2 two, yeah. two draw. That's interesting, that. Burnley, yeah, maybe, okay, uh, some okay. people saying that they can have a race for 7th place. Hey, what, an, what an achievement, though, if Burnley go up to, like, 7th, 8th well, or 7th. They've been in 7th for the last... Well, they're still in 7th. Yeah, that's seventh. what I mean, if it gets I'll nailed what, on. Will somebody check that. I bet they were 7th in December. And they're still 7th well, now. I can get James to check that, but it's yeah, Friday evening, so he's probably already got a pint. Well, seventh all the time. Uh, let's go to you, then, Gary. Yeah. It's going to be Crystal Palace against Brighton. What are we going for? Oh, going that way, are we? I'm going Crystal Palace 2, Brighton 1. Crystal Palace 2, Brighton I've done exactly one. the same as you. What have you gone for? Uh, that, that, that is a bit of a, a thing, because I don't know whether Crystal Palace can score three goals, so that is confused me. What are you going to do, Mickey? Um, go 1-0. 2-0. 2-0. Um, no, I'm going to go for... I'm going to have to go for 1-0. 1-0 to Palace. Get that written down. He's not, not comfortable with that, though, to be honest. Huddersfield-Watford. Mickey, you're up. What are you thinking about the Huddersfield-Watford game? He's not got the same scoreline as me. Uh, no, Watford, no. Uh, Huddersfield, Huddersfield can't score goals. Um, and Watford are a very unpredictable wayside, aren't they? I'm going to go Huddersfield, though, to win this game, because if they don't, they're going to go down. So Huddersfield 2, Watford 1. Huddersfield 2, Watford 1. Big result, that. Huddersfield yeah, well, could Huddersfield be staying. I haven't scored 2 for about three years. But... <laughs> In the Premier League, what have you gone for, Gary? Well... I don't think this result will take Huddersfield down, but it'll not help the position. But I'm going Huddersfield nil, Watford two. Ooh. We could take him down, that, you know. Uh, moving on. Swansea, have we? And Everton, no. No, Swansea and Everton are next there. Gary, you're going to go first. Uh, Swansea against Everton. Everton on a... OK, run a form, but what are you thinking? 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one, straight 1-1. One, one. You're one, doing one. a lot of 1-1s, one, Gary. Well, I've done 1-2... One, Nobody on two one ones. Mickey, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to go for the, the Swansea Jacks. Everton are safe in the Premier League. They, they were disappointing against Liverpool. Rooney's a little bit um, not happy there. I'm not sure whether they start tomorrow, Rooney, but um, I'm going to go Swansea two, Everton one. Swansea Sorry, two, Everton one. I want Everton to win. But I want the one. You know, Mickey's done three two ones. I see. Yeah. Actually, there's that man. Right, moving on to the five thirty kickoff. Two one in Crystal Palace, but <laughs> I had it. 5.30 kick-off, Liverpool against Bournemouth. It's going to be a big game. Uh, Liverpool, will they rest any players or just go for it and just trounce all over Port, uh, Bournemouth? Uh, it's Mickey. Who is it? Uh, it's Bournemouth, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool will still be um, a flying. I think they got uh, Man United in the sights. They're not going to catch United, of course, but they're going to try. Uh, Liverpool 4, Bournemouth 7. <laughs> no, Bournemouth no. Nil. Yeah, 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. Imagine that, Bournemouth 7. What are you no, going for, guys? No, I'm going for Bournemouth 6. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going 3-1 Liverpool. 3-1 Liverpool. Liverpool. Then the game at Wembley, quarter to eight kick-off. I mean, it's quite harsh, that, on a Saturday, isn't it, for the City fans, Gary? Uh, yeah, you've got because... to try and go run and catch the last train back. No, because Saturday Night Takeaway's on as well, isn't it? It's me. <laughs> Saturday Night Takeaway's is great. Is it me or Gio? It's Gio it's going me. first. But, one I mean, one. yeah, it must be hard getting back from London. Gary's gone Another 1-1. One, one. Another 1-1? One, one. Mickey, then. Well, I, I'm going to go for Tottenham to get beat here. I think City will be out to get revenge after a couple of uh, bad defeats against local uh, rivals, of course. Um, I'll go Tottenham 1, City 3. Tottenham 1, C3, C3, three goals at Wembley. 
That will be some doing. Normally at this point, Gary, you say if that gets spot on, he'll get an extra point. If that gets on, he gets an extra point. <laughs> hey, and there we go, Mickey. Oh, right. Not 3 1. Extra point. Newcastle, Arsenal, half one kickoff. Arsenal, you know, uh, Champions League spots probably out of the reach now. I think it's definitely out of the reach. Yeah. Newcastle doing a good run of form, probably safe in the Premier League, you would imagine. Uh, what are we going for, Gio? Newcastle safe, Sir J. They're all right. I th- have I a think... guess what I'm going to say. Arsenal to win. No, I guess what I'm going to say. Uh, what have I said all night? I don't know. 1-1. One, 1-1? One. One, one. <laughs> well, you said you only did two 1-1s. Oh, one, one. That's well, confused one, one, me. I've done 1-1 Southampton, 1-1 Swansea, 1-1 uh, Tottenham. Another 1-1. One, one. One, one well, I'm, I'm going to stick with the format. I'm going to go uh, Newcastle 1, Arsenal 2. Newcastle okay. 1, Arsenal 2. It's a game in Old Trafford, the next one. Manchester United Ooh. against West Brom. We're Webby into this discussion. Uh, I mean, let's go with you, Mickey. Uh, well, what United, United, what, what gears uh, United up? Is it just staying that second place at the minute? Well, we are. We are. We've got a game in hand over yeah. Liverpool. And we have Four to win points. this one because Liverpool against Bournemouth, that will be uh, a win for them. So we'll have to beat West Brom. They're down. There's no question about that. How far down they want to push them further. I'll go United 4, West Brom 0. 4-0, Webby. What would you have got? What would you go for? What are you going to go for, Mr. Webb? Well, I'm going to go what I went for last night, 3-1. A comfortable 3-1, you know. I think we'll get up and then we'll just take our foot off it with the semi-final coming up next Saturday. Uh, I think Webby, go... will he play a full side? Well, I think he'll go strong-ish, yeah. yes. I think he'll go strong. You've got a week to recover. Yeah. You know, uh, hopefully City and Spurs kick lumps out of each yeah. other. You know, maybe a red card, you never know, because there's a few people <laughs> on the Tottenham team who can do anything you want. Will it clash for FA Cup? Yes, of course. Does if they get sent yeah. off, it'll, okay. it'll be goal. So go. I go three one. I'll stick with three one. Stick with three yes. one, uh, and then the final game. If we've got oh, it well, from... what about me? That's oh, me. sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, Gary. Oh, sorry, yeah. What are you I'm saying, Gary? Be Webby, be rude not to after seeing that lovely horse's head he brought in. <laughs> What's um, the horse's head from? Webby? I'm going to go three. Well, it's Aintree, isn't it? I'm three Allegedly. 3-1. 3-1, write that down. Right, uh, moving on, Monday night, it's the last game. West Ham against Stoke, two teams battling out still. Um, see you what happens at the end of the season, but this one will be an interesting one. What are you going to go for, Gary? West Ham know that if they beat Stoke, mm-hmm. they're out of it. They're Just safe, out, yeah. I, be, I believe it's 37 they points. everything on this game. So I think they've got home advantage. Stoke having a nightmare time. They've only won six all season. Six? Lost, yeah, one yeah. only won six all, all season. They've got a minus 33... Oh which is the worst uh, goal difference in the whole of the league. I don't see that improving, and I say t- see three points for West Ham. I mean, West Ham 2, Stoke nil. West Ham 2, Stoke nil. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go the same way I think of the Geo. West Ham, uh, David Moyes, well, he's doing a good job there, David Moyes. Webby's smiling there, can't believe it. Uh, but Mr Webb, I think uh, Moyes now is, is a result. As Geo just said, this is a massive result in terms of West Ham West staying Ham, up. Know, if they get maximum points, West Ham are up. They're not going down. Well, Stoke will be going down if they get beat here. I, I see Stoke are in a bad situation. West Ham 2, Stoke City 1. West Ham 2, Stoke City 1. Right, lock that down. There are the results. You're done. Oh, you just said it. What have you gone for? Right, so you've all done now. I did 2 now. Uh, there's eight points in it. We'll see how you're doing at the uh, the back end of this. Any plans for the weekend, Gio? Grand National, who are you going to go for? Shout it. Um, Bet responsibly. Total Recall. Total Recall, Bet responsibly. Mickey, I'll anyone? Go with Gio, 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 Gio,
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.